Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there. Welcome to the new year, everyone. We just ended 2022 and are welcoming 2023 with all of its excitement and possibilities. And I think it's hard to think of a new year without thinking about what changes, of course, that you want to make and reflect on what changes that you've made possible in the previous year. Last week, I think it was just conveniently timed, but we were talking about changing behavior and why changing behavior permanently is so hard. Kind of what goes on behind the scenes that leads to this easy space of frustration when you're trying to incorporate behavior change. So this week, it's my goal. I want to take a closer look at phase one of behavior change, which is what I like to call the light bulb moment. So it seems very fitting with today being January 1st, uh, but kind of equally necessary because your end goal of life or of today or your goals at hand are to reduce your inflammation and to lose weight. So there has to be a moment when a decision is made to change, hence the light bulb moment. But when you make a decision to change, this is just the finale of this phase. So instead, I want to help you understand what you're going through prior to even taking this first step of change. And it all starts with desire. So true to our subconscious TFA cycles, Often the clearest hints that we are going to receive about our internal desires is from the presence of an emotion. It's easy to feel emotions, even when we don't yet hear the thoughts that created them. They're just there. They're just present and with us. But sometimes there's a desire when we don't even know why yet. This is like that pit in your stomach or a twinge of excitement that's kind of laced with fear. Maybe this certain desire that you have is hidden deep inside. It's like a gem waiting to be uncovered. Maybe this desire is obvious, like a goal that you've been putting off for years. There are many desires that we can hold at one time. We're not just limited to one. There can be a desire to change something physical about yourself. There can be a desire Uh, to not only change something about yourself, but maybe to also change something about your marriage. Or maybe you want to make more money. Maybe you want to be a better mom for your kiddos. We're not limited to just holding one desire at a time, but what is the thing that triggers these desires to come to the surface? That's what we really want to pay attention to. What makes us decide to change a particular area of our lives instead of just letting it stay there, stay the same. And even more fun is when we have a desire, it's felt like there's that raw emotion, but we don't even yet have words to understand what we want to achieve. And I've seen this often with my clients. 
when you work through the clutter of your mind and the clutter of your life, what can be revealed is this deep desire for a lifelong dream. Maybe that dream is volunteering at a local pregnancy center or opening up an in-home senior daycare, opening up a photography business or leaving your current job to become a doctor of psychology. Like all of these amazing light bulb moments when you finally reveal yourself after you kind of declutter your mind and life, it's just a beautiful thing where you uncover finally what you want to do and learning how you have been uniquely gifted to be able to serve those around you. Those light bulb moments are the best freaking thing ever. But I think the more common light bulb moments that I want you to take notice of are those that are complete with this emotion of desire and already knowing the result that you want to achieve. For many of you, this looks like a result of weight loss, or maybe you want to feel better. Maybe you want to get off of medications, or maybe you want to reduce the number of chronic disease diagnoses you currently have. You see the result that you want. You see like the island that you want to arrive on, and you feel that desire to go there. But then there's this elusive moment of finding the courage to decide what this when this will take place. This is where I think conveniently New Year's Eve resolutions kind of pop in here, right? This is where those New Year's resolutions take hold or where maybe a wedding deadline or a landmark birthday, maybe you're turning 40 or 50 or something that's big or maybe there's a class reunion and you're going to see a bunch of people from your past and you want to look really good or there's just some type of a deadline to provide that external drive to make this change. But the problem isn't in using a certain day as motivation to begin a change. The problem comes around when you're not being properly aware of the problems that you're up against in the first place. This is where I want to transition this conversation into highlighting the struggles that you're coming up against as you try to achieve completion of this light bulb moment, deciding that it's time to change. Because completing the light bulb moment, it looks like deciding a result that you want to achieve and you've finally committed to a time frame. Boom, it's that simple, right? You see what you want and you're like, I'm gonna do it in a year. Boom, light bulb moment complete. But many of you get stuck between deciding a result that you want to achieve and committing to a time frame that you want to achieve it in. And there's four common pitfalls that I see. So I want to go over them and just help you to better see what's going on under the surface that may be keeping you stuck in that space of indecision. So pitfall one, it looks like waiting for that external stimulus to trigger a change to an internal problem. So what happens here is that we're passively waiting for a reason or a certain ending of a chapter and a beginning of a new era to occur. This is kind of that example that we were talking about before where we're waiting for that perfect day to begin a change. This can be a perfect little gift-wrapped day, right? Like the start of a new year, the ending of a chapter, right? After a birthday party, or it can shift into, okay, well, after the holidays, or 
after a certain thing that you have that's like a landmark day or for some of you it may even be as simple or as gift wrapped as the start of a week oh I'll just start on Monday right it's like we expect that there's going to be more energy and motivation if we wait for a particular day or season but I hate to tell you I know you felt it but there isn't any extra energy. There's no extra motivation. There's nothing because we know that phase two is right around the corner. We know that motivation and excitement quickly fade, but we hope that deciding on the right day to start that will likely have more motivation to reach the goal. So I think pitfall one is waiting for a certain day to occur instead of just consciously deciding upon a day to start. So pitfall two, this is where you're going to be falling into this all-consuming pit of overwhelm and confusion. Your brain loves to keep you stuck in this space because this space is indulgent and it's void of action. So from overwhelm and confusion, you never will take steps towards the accomplishment of a desired result. Instead, you're more likely going to buffer with snacks and TV and alcohol and, you know, this instead of consciously enacting this change, it's a lot easier when you're feeling overwhelmed and confused to go eat instead of take action. So pitfall two will be believing the subconscious TFA cycles that are creating overwhelm and confusion. So the thoughts that are going to litter this pitfall sound like, I don't even know where to begin, or this is going to suck, or maybe I have to do this. It's now or never, or I don't even know what to do. Pitfall two, it keeps you stuck in indecision, but it can conveniently lead you right into pitfall three. And this is where you are habitually consuming information. This is where you are obsessed with figuring out how you are going to make this change. This is where you're going to find yourself listening to every podcast. You're going to be reading every piece of research. You're going to be asking all your friends what's worked for them. You're going to be reading every magazine article or blog post and researching every supplement, spinning in the right thing to choose. The interesting hidden TFA cycle that you're believing if you're stuck in this is that if you don't choose the right thing to do, then you're going to be setting yourself up for failure. And this, my friends, is total BS. There is no right way. There is no easy way. And there actually is no wrong way either. There's just the way. Pitfall three is just another way that your brain keeps you stuck in indecision and too afraid to take action because you're so scared that you're going to take the wrong action. My friends, there's no such thing. There's just action. So from here, it's going to be easy as well to fall into pitfall four. And this is where you're going to look to your past to determine what's possible for your future. Your brain is going to offer up thoughts of what it thinks is possible. And these are going to be self-limiting caps on what to expect. It's going to be self-limiting caps on what emotions you should anticipate feeling and what steps that you should take. 
all based on what you've done in the past. Your brain, it might be using your past to actually create that screw it mentality of why bother. Or your brain might be using your past to set limits on how long you're willing to take action, right? Oh, it's taken this long to achieve this result in the past, so that's how long we should try in the future. Or it's going to set limits on what results you should expect to achieve. If you've only been able to keep the weight off for two months in the past, why should you be so stupid to expect in the future it would stay off longer? Your brain is going to set you, it's, it's actually going to create this place of internal defense mechanisms because your brain loves to be right, right? It loves to prove itself right. So it's always going to be looking for evidence. And it's actually going to subconsciously set in place these self-sabotage measures before you even begin. Your brain is an incredible machine. Pitfall four is very sneaky, but it's quite easy to fall into when we are being led by the tricks of our primal brain. So in recap, there are four pitfalls that I commonly see that your primal brain is going to use to keep you from making your way through phase one and into phase two of behavior change. Pitfall one will be the need for a particular day to create the motivation and energy for this change to occur. Pitfall two will be the overwhelm and confusion of not knowing what to do. Pitfall three will be the desperation of researching the best way to move forward. And finally, pitfall four is looking to your past to determine what's possible for your future. And I want you to remember that all of these tricks are just that. They are just simply tricks of your primal brain to keep you stuck where you're at. Because your brain knows that enacting change means that you will be pursuing pain, you will be expending energy, and you will be denying yourself instant gratification. And quite honestly, this terrifies the crap out of your primal brain. But this is where the beauty of decision and awareness can be used to help you to pursue what you truly desire in life, long-term desire, not instant gratification. So I want to go over some tools that you can use that's going to help you to get through these pitfalls and into the completion of phase one. So the tools that I want you to use will be used with intention to pursue a desired future. And these will always be coming from your adult brain. This is because it's only with your adult brain that you can even think about your future. Your primal brain is totally stuck in instant gratification. It's stuck in the space of living for the moment. And your adult brain is beautifully designed to plan for the long game. So tool one of the adult brain will be to consciously gain awareness of those hidden TFA cycles that your primal brain is using to keep you stuck in place, to keep you stuck in overwhelm and confusion, to keep you stuck looking into your past. You really want to take a step back and simply listen to your brain. It can be astounding what you hear when you finally tune in. Some thoughts are going to sound like facts. 
Others are going to totally sound like question. Some of these sentences that come to you will actually be bold-faced lies or just simply mean comments about yourself. But if you don't hear these thoughts with intention and curiosity, you're never going to be able to decide if you want to keep thinking them. Awareness is imperative and tool one will help you to gain this. So tool two to help you move forward will be the art of asking the right questions. So this will not only be asking your brain to find you answers to whatever questions you ask, because you really want to be able to decide and hear and respond back to your brain consciously. Your brain, it's a fact finder, and it will find you answers to whatever questions you ask. Your brain loves to be right, so it's very good at finding you answers and proving itself true. So if you ask poor questions, like, why can't I lose weight? Well, it's going to go out and it's going to find you all the evidence in your past for why you can't lose weight. And your brain might be like, well, we want to find where we're going to stumble. But really, all that's showing you is why you are not going to be able to lose weight in the future. So if you ask the right questions, though, it can be used as a powerful tool to find evidence for your inevitable success. So this will look like questions that sound like, how can I lose weight for good and enjoy the process? If you ask your brain high quality questions, you're going to be given back something incredibly valuable. But equally valuable will be a willingness to talk back to your brain. When your brain says, this is never going to work, I want you to instead of just like passively adopting that, like I know you're right, this is never going to work this like sob story, I want you to instead consider that you have the option of responding back. What if you actually said back to your brain, I know this seems like it won't work, but let's just see what happens. Do you feel the energy shift? It's like goes from doom and gloom to kind of a little bit of excitement and curiosity. Let's just see what happens, right? Or when your brain tries to be mean to you with comments like you'll never be able to do this, What if you, instead of just adopting that, you responded back, we don't talk like that to us anymore. Tool two is an incredibly valuable tool that will become easier the more that you use it because talking back to your brain, whether it be responding to your brain or asking your brain questions, it is not an intuitive skill. But when this becomes your normal you will naturally shift into a higher and more evolved version of yourself. So tool four, no, tool three is deciding ahead of time to have your own back. I did an entire episode on this concept back in episode 11. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that after this episode is over. It is a gem, okay? Because when you have your own back, no matter the outcome, it will allow you to courageously decide to make decisions, to set timelines, and to move out of phase, the first phase of behavior change. 
If you haven't consciously decided ahead of time to have your own back, you will 100% of the time fall into the behavior pattern of beating yourself up when things don't go the way that you planned. You will make your results mean something about you as a person. And there's just no upside to that, whether the results are good or bad. And I really want you to hear me on that. Because if you make the results mean something about you when it's bad, you're going to make it mean something about you when it's good too. And that is not okay because your worth is not tied to any result that you achieve, period. So when you decide to finally separate your results from your worth as a human being, what happens is you stop the cycle of beating yourself up or you stop the cycle of artificially boosting yourself up, okay? It goes both ways. But when you stop the cycle of beating yourself up and you decide to have your own back no matter what, this will allow you the confidence to boldly move out of phase one and into phase two of behavior change. And finally, I want to talk about tool four. So this is when you decide ahead of time that your timeline that you set, it means everything but nothing at the same time. So when you set out to lose 50 pounds in a year and you come to month 11 and you're only at 25 pounds, you have the power to extend the timeline. Fascinating, right? And you can also have this extension mean nothing about your success or your failure. Adjusting the timeline, it does not give you free reign to sandbag because remember, The timeline is everything. It's the thing that's going to set the tone for your intentional action steps to get this result. How aggressive are you going to be? Well, your timeline's going to help to set that. But the timeline also means nothing because remember, you have no idea what this journey will look like. You have never been here before. Your brain's going to look to your past to guess what it's going to look like, but you truly have no idea to get to this island that you see that you've never been to before. Permanent weight change, right? Or removal of a chronic disease. You've never been there. So when you're taking a best guess, guess what's going to happen most of the time? You're going to be dead wrong right? So when you come to adopt the idea that the timeline is everything and nothing, it's going to give you the space to confidently set goals and to adopt timelines and willingly, again, step into this phase two of behavior change. So I've given you a lot of information this episode, and I hope that it's been helpful to help you to better understand the challenges with even overcoming this first step of behavior change. It seems so dang simple. Like all you're doing, you're just identifying a problem that you want to solve and you're setting a time frame, time frame for when you want to accomplish it. But now that you start to understand a little bit more of what's going in the background, it just helps us to gain a little bit more clarity of what we're even trying to get through. Behavior change is never easy. Even the process of deciding to change. We all have desire, but so few of us actually make that decision to change. But when you consciously watch and maneuver around these common pitfalls, 
and you use these tools of your adult brain strategically, you're going to be able to do things in your life that you have never dreamed possible. I hope that you're going to join me next week as we dig deeper into phase two. I think I want to do a nice little series and let's do this deep dive into each of the phases of behavior change so that you can really start making these massive changes in your life. All right, next week, we're going to talk about complete disconnect. I hope you'll meet me there. So I will talk to you soon. All right, bye. Hey, change is hard. And if you're doing it alone, it can be even harder. If you're looking for that custom support, I want to encourage you to head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult today. And if you are loving this information, please head on over and leave me a review. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your comments and your feedback. I will read every piece of information I get. So as always, thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.